disclaimer, everything that I will say or anything that I said previously is for jokes and for entertainment purposes only. So with that being said, welcome to the podcast. Man, this past Friday, I went to my brother's football game. Um, if Like I always say, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, basically Midwest. That It really don't matter. Anyway, I went to my brother's football game. He plays here locally or whatever. He had a game versus IMG. IMG, a team from Florida. Everyone should know what IMG is. They're a preparatory academy. They produce a lot of football players, a lot of D1 athletes, great players in general. I believe they have the number one player on their team right now is a D lineman. I believe he's like I believe he's like six four. My brother played against him. My brother got thrown. My brother got through. Like I ain't gonna lie, my brother got through. He it is what it is. Well, I he um well my brother's like five eleven, so or five ten. So I know he get tossed, but he got tossed anyway. They've been having a good season so far, or whatever. They played IMG. Uh, went to the game first game. I uh, went to of his uh, junior junior year or whatever, and um, they lost. They lost uh, thirty to thirty four to fourteen, which to be to be honest was was really surprising because IMG is known as this great football team. They blow teams out. Actually, today they played some team. They beat them like ninety to zero in the first half, and the game got canceled during halftime. So. I believe I thought that was gonna happen with my brother's team. My brother's team is okay. They're they're decent or whatever. They're, like Indiana decent. Like they're not Southern decent. So they're decent or whatever. So I thought it'd be like forty to zero at, at like um first quarter. It wasn't. They played a good game. So shout out to my brother. They lost again, obviously. So I mean, it is what it is, and it was what it was. But hey, it, they could be losing, man. People be losing, bro. Uh, football down south is different. They hit different. I don't know what they do down there. I don't know if they they feeding kids like former athletes and they turn into Attack on Titan characters. I don't know. I really don't know what it is, bro. They down south they do different stuff. Florida, Texas, Louisiana, everything down there different. They eat different. They run different. They they smell different because they stink. But and hey, they do what they do, man. Hey, it, it is what it is in the world. What it was, but oh, one thing I to uh, get into. Speaking of family, like I said, my brother, whatever. To be honest. Craig's family was bogus for not giving him $200, bro. Last weekend, I was watching uh, Friday for like the billion time or whatever. And um, I'm just thinking like, bro, I know Craig just got fired and, and what have you, but he asked me out for $200 and I can't give it to him. Like, and like, he gonna never get a job again. He gonna get a job again eventually. And even a dollar, $200, you gonna let your son or brother die over $200? Like you bogus. Like you, you really bogus, bro. He got popped at, and y'all was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Craig. Where's Craig at? You could have saved him if you gave him $200. Like, I don't, I don't get it, bro. I really don't get it. But like I said, man, it is what it is, and it was what it was. But welcome back to a new episode of the Last University Podcast, the eventual biggest podcast in the Midwest. I'm your host, Curtis P. I believe this is episode 21. The damn recording is September 12th. Um, I took like two, three weeks off, so I have a lot of topics to go over. I believe I'm rambling, going too fast, but hey, man, it is what it is, man. But first things first, I'm going to get into this, uh, this USA FIBA, whatever, man. This USA basketball news. Everybody know. Uh, USA men's basketball team, they lost to Lithuania at first, then they lost to Germany, and then they lost to freaking Dylan Brooks and the, um, and the Canadian basketball team. So they didn't win any medals, anything like that. Uh, my homie been telling me basically like the whole summer that this team wasn't it. I'm like, bro, so you you gotta be patient, bro. Like you gotta do like, come on, bro. Like Anthony Edwards is that guy. Because Bridges is decent. Tyrese Halliburton, he my point guard. So like, hey, it is what it is, man. But they 
It wasn't it, bro. Steve Kerr had them boys running a uh, small ball. I don't get it. You can't run small ball if you don't have Steph Curry on your team or Draymond Green. It, it it's so good at rounds, bro. You, you you just can't do it in my opinion. It's really dumb in my opinion. You have Walker Kessler. You're just you're in my opinion. You the way you went the way you went about um getting the players on this team was pretty dumb in my opinion. Like basically no big man. Your best big man or your tallest big man is Walker Kessler. Obviously with Jaron Jackson, but he can't rebound a damn. He don't really want to block shots for real. Like he um he more of a roamer than an actual shot blocker defender. He, he's still a good defender though, but. He can't rebound worth a damn. I believe he played seven games and had 19 rebounds. We can't have that, bro. We can't have that. So, obviously, Germany in the winning. So, shout out Dennis Schroeder. I heard, uh, apparently, he been practicing with the German uh, the Germany team since he was in 10th grade. That's crazy. We need a better uh, FIBA team. So, Steve Kerr and Grant Hill, whatever y'all got to do. <clears throat> uh, Spo, y'all got to get back to the drawing board, bro. We, we need something different. But LeBron, he came out and said that He's trying to do a um a last dance kind of thing for the uh FIBA FIBA what have you I mean the uh the Olympics so he right according to Shams according to Shams he's you know he um he's been a lot of um you know great players Steph Curry KD AD Dylan um I was just said Dylan Brooks wow Devin Booker and stuff like that um I think Draymond Green uh what's the point guard out of oh point guard out of uh the Kings. It don't really matter, bro. The point is, he's gonna uh, a lot of good players, bro, and they finna run the score up on on no lives, bro. They finna they finna get they get back. Shout out, watch it be fat. Um, but yeah, man, that was really all the things I had to go over for NBA. Oh, one thing I want to speak over briefly. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., you're a weirdo. You're a sick boy. You're Miles Bridges of this summer. Um, apparently, Kevin Porter Jr. Basketball, basketball player, shooting guard on the Houston Rockets. I believe he's like a six-man, I believe. He's been in the league for about a couple of years. Now, I don't know how many to be exact, but apparently he beat up his WNBA girlfriend. I believe they've been together for about a year now. He beat her up. He punched her while she was asleep. And obviously, all this is alleged. This is alleged. He punched her while she was sleeping. And uh, I believe he broke her vertebrae. He kept hitting her basically until she ran to the hallway and was bleeding or something like that. So... Um, hopefully she gets well and she gets the, 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 I don't even know the word for it. Hopefully she can move past this and she can get the, the proper respect that she uh, needs in this time. Cause this is a crazy situation. Um, I, I really don't, I don't know how to say her name. It's like something with a K. I'm really sorry. I don't know how to say her name, but she's in WNBA. And, um, apparently he was released on bond today. I believe he was arrested a couple of days ago in New York for, obviously for the uh, domestic um, situation and stuff like that. So this is a really weird situation because I was, um, I was really looking forward to the Houston Rockets this season, but it isn't like, it isn't like Kevin Porter Jr. is Jalen Green or anything like that, but there's been a really common theme for NBA players the past two years to be domestically, be domestic with their partner and basically not get any repercussions. Obviously Miles Bridges, he missed a year. My opinion should have been longer, but obviously news ended up coming out saying that he didn't do it. But uh, we, 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 eh, I don't know. Um, speaking of one more thing, I, I suck at um transitioning, but I watched the Bishop Sycamore documentary. I spoke about IMG earlier. IMG played Bishop Sycamore a few years ago. Everyone knows what happened. Bishop Sycamore was a team that was basically false. A lot of cap going on was basically like um. I don't even know, but I don't know how to explain it, but it was like a whole bunch of 20-year-olds, 19-year-olds who went to college, went to JUCO, and they just 
They weren't as good as they thought they was. They went back to high school when they put on this little football team. It was crazy, bro. It was really crazy. It was, I don't even know how to explain it, bro. But I watched the documentary about the situation. Very crazy. The head coach, the guy in charge of making all this happen, he's a scammer. He's funny, but he's a scammer. And he basically scammed these whole he scammed these kids for um really no reason. Like he didn't really gain anything except for eyes and clout, basically, which is really crazy. People really do anything for clout, but uh the head guy, he was like I say, was a scammer. He ruined these kids' credit, he ruined a lot of their lives, he put them in danger. A lot of kids just was they they were just so they were sold a false dream and it's very unfortunate, especially in their early um their early years of life. You you kind of need more like male role models and positive uh figures in your life. And they just didn't have that for whatever reason. And this man took advantage of that. So it was a really weird, a really weird documentary, but it is hey man, it is what it is, bro. It gave more insight of like what actually goes on in these kind of programs and how he didn't end up going to going to jail for the situation and how more situations will come will will be like this in the near future, which is pretty sad in my opinion. But now I'm transitioning transitioning to college football. Um, first things first, I want to talk about um the we the biggest team, the most popular team, uh, America's team basically right now in college football, which is Deion Sanders, uh, Colorado Buffaloes. The this is good. They're super good. Everyone knows they had the um the biggest uh turnaround for a team. They had so many guys in the transfer portal. It was like 60 guys, so 80 guys. I don't know. He he said he's gonna bring Louis bags. He brought Louis bags, LV bags. Um, he brought everything. He 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 did what he did, man. He uh he changed his team around. Obviously, it's only been two games, two weeks so far. They played Nebraska and I believe TCU. Obviously, TCU uh last year was in the final fourth for the college um football playoffs. Obviously, it's a different team now because a lot of the, a lot of the um big not big name players they went into the league. Obviously, like a uh, I don't believe it's Quentin Johnson, I believe on the uh, Chargers and Max Duggan. Obviously, I believe he went to the Rams or somewhere like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I really enjoy what Deion Sanders has done in his short time in um uh, Colorado and well, Denver. And anyway, but he's he's done a really good job. He's uh mentored these kids. He gave them. He's on just more life, more hope, more fight. He's he's really out there every day with them. And I think that's really big of him to do that. Obviously, he has really good players. He has Dylan Edwards, the true freshman. He has uh Travis Hunter, maybe a potential future Heisman. He has his son, uh Shadur Sando. Shadur is really doing his thing as a quarterback. I really didn't see this at um at Jackson State, but obviously I won't watch no damn Jackson State, but shout out to Jackson State. And shout out to Shadur Sanders. Shadur Sanders, that's a crazy name. But um, he, he they was doing their thing, man. He's really doing good, bro. In my opinion, he's top three in Heisman, uh, like running so far. But I mean, basically everyone is. It's only week two. So speaking of Heisman, speaking of all of that Heisman stuff, um, Caleb Williams, he's the projected number one overall pick for this next upcoming season. He plays at USC. He's a great quarterback. He's very Mahomes-esque. He does a lot of um off-platform stuff, side angle kind of stuff. Um, he does he he does a lot of things. He runs the ball well. He's he's really just he dices up the defense. He's a really good quarterback. Um, prototypical prototypical quarterback for today's NFL, in my opinion. And like I said, a, a generational prospect. He should be number one overall, barring any catastrophe, anything like that. So 
shout out to him, but apparently his father came out and said that um, if the right situation doesn't come, like for this next upcoming uh, draft, he he believes his son should and probably will return to USC. And my biggest takeaway from this was that's a lot of um, that's kind of the I don't know about the backlash, but the that that's like the main part of the NIL deals is because kids can go back to college and just re up on their money if this if the situation isn't there for them, they can just go back. Like it's really not a, a that big of a deal. But at the same time, it's twenty million dollars a year. You're obviously going number one, and you never know what happens in um the following season. To be honest, you could take the following season off. You will look, you'll be looked crazy, but I mean, you you gonna be good regardless. So if he doesn't want, if he doesn't want to go to a team like the Cardinals, the Rams, or the Buccaneers, I would get it because a lot of um teams in the um a lot of teams that are drafting first overall or earlier in the uh, first round, it's due to because it's due to bad ownership, bad coaching, bad structure. So I would get that. Like, obviously, I'd get that. But at the same time, a lot of quarterbacks, they can change around the whole franchise. Look at uh, Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence. Look at um, look at, look at at the Bengals with um, Joe Burrow. Look at Josh Allen on the Bills. I ain't going to get into Josh Allen. This boy is like Brett Favre 2.0. But it is what it is, man. Um, I'd hope – I'd hope um, – I'd hope Caleb Williams comes out in this draft. I believe it's going to be a, a fantastic quarterback draft class, the best ever in my opinion, and it's not that close. Like, there's like eight deep of quarterbacks. Like, it's really like Shadora Sanders, Drake May, Caleb Williams. You got Bo Nix. You got uh, Michael Penix, um, Ken, Quinn Ewers, and I believe there's, I believe there's, more, there's more quarterbacks as well. Like, you can say like a, a Spencer Rattler. Well, I wouldn't say that, but you could say Spencer Rattler. Um, I mean, he, he, he not he's not bad, but he not he's not what he was projected to be, in my opinion. But but um, speaking of quarterbacks, man, what is your opinion on paying non quarterbacks quarterback money? The reason I'm saying this is because there's been a lot of back and forth with Chris uh, Chris Jones and the Chiefs for paying him his money. Obviously, now he has his money. He missed a uh, week one versus the Lions and. It wasn't it wasn't too much of a drop off. It was noticeable he wasn't there, but the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs have a young defense and they're really active, they're really athletic. So he wasn't missed that much, but obviously it was felt he wasn't there on the on the same side, which is kind of weird to say. But obviously now he has his money. I believe he makes uh 20 million a year now, one year deal. And obviously uh Nick Bosa, he's got his contract as well. I believe a five year deal, I believe 170. He has like 43 million. Back to the topic uh at hand. I don't really know how I feel about paying non-quarterbacks quarterback money. And my, my whole reason behind that is like, I would want a franchise quarterback over any other position because it's just so valuable and so important nowadays to have a, a franchise quarterback. They're not, then obviously they're, they're like lower tier quarterback. You could say like Dak is a franchise quarterback or Tua or her cousins or, or what have you. But I don't know, bro. I think it's different. I think it's levels to it. I, like I said, my opinion, I'd rather have a great quarterback or above average quarterback or over a great, you know, a great tight end or a great whatever. Like that's my re- that's my biggest reason why I'm not really tripping on the uh the coach not playing not paying uh Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, it's different because we're paying uh we're we're paying and playing Anthony Richardson and he's new. He has a rookie contract, so it's different. But like like I, I always go back to. 
I'm not paying you, bro. I'm not paying you. I'm sorry. Me personally, I want a great quarterback, a great O-line, one D lineman, and a receiver. That's it. I don't care about no corner. I don't care about no safety. I don't care about no fullback, no running back, no kicker, none of that. Like, like the, what the Chiefs have going on, I get it to a T. Like, like everything else is replaceable. Tyreek Hill, replaceable. Linebackers, replaceable. DBs, replaceable. Safeties, replaceable. Like, it's, it's always replaceable, in my opinion. And it's, it's a bad way to look at things on one hand, but if you have a great quarterback, a great O-line, a solid defender who can who, who can wreak havoc, and one playmaker, a solid playmaker, that's really all you need. Because, like, if you've seen the Lions game, it was very noticeable that... <clears throat> It was very noticeable that Patrick Mahomes didn't have any like any safety blankets. Obviously, Travis Kelsey wasn't there. I believe he won't be there for the next two weeks. It was very noticeable in the Lions game. Very sad, but it is what it is. The Lions end up beating the Chiefs, and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the Lions. I feel like they should win their division. They should. They made a lot of key additions. They were great offense last year. They were clicking on all cylinders. If Seattle didn't win one game, I believe, they would have made the playoffs because of seating or whatever but i don't know bro it's a cooler season going on right now but uh obviously the the, the sad topic i got into aaron Rodgers, he tore his meniscus uh on the fourth play of the game i believe he uh tore his meniscus yesterday on 9 11 when they were playing the bills the buffalo bills tore his meniscus he got sacked i believe he got like a blind side hit from a uh, like a d lineman or a linebacker i don't remember but it was really devastating because like I watched Hard Knocks and I seen Aaron Rodgers this whole offseason. He seemed like he was so ready to he was so ready to rebrand himself and just get, get like get like a new a new way of going by himself in New York. It was so different from from Green Bay where he had all the control. Obviously, he still has control. He's Aaron Rodgers, so I get it. But it was, it was just a little different. Like I said, I watched him on Hard Knocks, so I seen how much it like it kind of meant to him to do something different and get something to New York, but. I don't know, man. It was, like, it was just, it was just really devastating, and obviously the whole, uh, the whole arena, the whole crowd was just devastated from the, uh, from the incident. We didn't know at the time what it was. We had uh, ideas or whatever, but he ended up not coming back into the game. He got carted off, so we, we felt like it was pretty bad. And Zach Wilson coming came in, and he did, he did Zach Wilson ass shit. So he threw a pick. He didn't know what he was doing. He made a couple of key throws. Um, he, like I said, he made a couple key, a couple key throws. The defense was hellacious. The defense was ridiculous. Um, the defense, man, I believe Jordan Whitehead from the Buccaneers. Well, obviously he's now on the Jets, but he had three picks himself on uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I don't know what you're doing. In my opinion, Josh Allen is too old. And he's been league, he's been in the league too long to be making the same mistakes. He turns the ball over way too much. He puts himself in a harm way. He tries to run people over like he's Carson Wentz or like a Big Ben or a Cam Newton. I just don't get him, in my opinion. I don't like running quarterbacks. I don't like it. I I, I don't know, bro. I, I like when you can scramble or whatever, but, like, I don't know. Just the way Josh Allen plays sometimes is really dumb, in my opinion. And he's too smart, or he should be too smart to be still be making the same mistakes. I believe he had four turnovers in his past game, and it was just – that's the reason they lost to keep it a bean. Like, even he said after the game, like, I was the reason why we lost, and – it, like it, it's true, bro. He was the reason, bro. It was really the big reason. But one reason, man, I'm gonna go to another uh, NFL game. One reason the Niners beat the Steelers because Brock Purdy's better than Kenny Pickett. Like, let's keep it a bean. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, I've been I've been going back and forth this whole offseason, bro, because I was a big Trey Lance advocate. 
because we we gave up so much for him, and obviously, we obviously now we trade him to the Dallas Cowboys. So it is what it is, what have you. But I've been so skeptical about Brock Purdy because he seems like he just plays like a point guard, like a steady point guard. Like in my opinion, he's like like a like a Tyrese, a Tyrese Halliburton in my opinion. And like for the for the honest, I want like a Steph Curry at quarterback. Like that, that's 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 really been my whole thing. I thought Trey Lance could be that, and obviously we don't know where he can be or whatever. But I don't know, bro. I, I my my whole thing with Brock Purdy is, bro. He he does a little stuff, and I think that's really important. But I don't know. But he he's really small. He doesn't have a big arm. It's just it's a lot of stuff to be concerned about. But he does his job. He does his job really well. He gets the ball out quick, and that's kind of what our office is: get the ball out quick, short stuff, and let the receivers do like yards after the catch stuff, basically like that. So I like Brock Purdy. I don't love him, but hey, maybe maybe I could prove wrong. I don't know. But Brandon Ayuk he had a good game. Um, Debo did his thing. Kittle did his thing. CMC, Chris McCaffrey's man, bro. I should I should did predictions, bro. I believe Chris McCaffrey is gonna be offensive player of the year. I, I don't know how much you're gonna be, I don't know how much you're gonna get utilized because we have so many great players around him. But he's a really good running back, in my opinion, the best running back in the league. So, hey man, he, he be doing like I say, he be doing his thing. The Steelers, they didn't really do much. Our defense is really good. Obviously, Fred Warner, he's great. Drake Jackson, Drake Jackson had three sacks. So I don't know, bro. Hufanga had a Hufanga had a pick. I don't know, bro. That's a really good team. I mean, obviously, the Steelers are a good team as well. Just maybe they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared this week as they thought they was. But like I always say, it is what it is, man. The Jaguars beat uh my also my Indianapolis Colts. I was really sad about this because there was a lot of uh moments in this game. I'm like, oh my god, we finna win this. We finna come out and win this. It's gonna be like our first uh, uh week week one win in like ten years, which is crazy. The Colts have not won a week one game in like ten years or something something crazy like that. It's really been ridiculous, but I don't know. I like I like a lot what I liked a lot what I've seen from um from Anthony Richardson. My opinion, bro, you gotta slide, bro. Like like I said with Josh Allen, you can't be jumping over people. You can't be running over people. Like you have to slide. You have to get down and get out of bounds. I do not need you to be Superman. We do not have Jonathan Taylor. Our, our wide receiver core is mid. Like, Alec Pierce don't do nothing. Michael Pittman doesn't do that much. Josh Downs is a godsend. But, I mean, the brother's like 5-4. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it, like I said, bro, our running game was awful. Deion Jackson really didn't do much of anything. Our defense was great, though. Like, DeForest Buckner did his thing. I believe his name is Zaire uh, Franklin. He did his thing. Shaq Leonard, he did his thing. Our DBs, the, our DBs that I did their job to keep it to being like Calvin Ridley just went off. Calvin Ridley is a really good receiver. I didn't see this coming, but I should have. He's a great receiver. He basically tortures the whole game. So Trevor Lawrence did his thing, but I mean, I don't know, bro. I, I, I like I like what I see from the Colts, and maybe they can do something uh, later on in the season. Cowboys they beat the Giants forty to zero Monday Night Football. I mean, not I'm Monday Sunday Night Football. I didn't watch too much of it. I should have watched more. I didn't, so I don't, I don't have too many takeaways. The Falcons, I believe they beat the Panthers. They did their thing. They running back uh, committee, they running back group is fantastic. Desmond Ritter did all the little stuff, so shout out Desmond Ritter. Shout out to, uh, to the Falcons. They got their one rest of the Panthers, and like I said, it was, it was, a, it was a really a, oh my god. It was a really weird week for quarterbacks. Like, 
Um, Josh Allen didn't play well. Patrick Mahomes didn't play that well. Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow and the Bengals lost 24-3, I believe, to the Browns. Crazy, crazy mess. But, I mean, the past uh, past two years in a row, week ones for the Bengals have been pretty bad. A lot, Both times they've lost, so I don't know what's with them. I don't know if they just start slow or what. I don't know what it is, but I really do not know what it is. But also, one thing I don't know what's really going on, bro, why was the AI fans at the uh, – was it the Rams Stadium? It was in California. I believe it was the Rams Stadium. It was either the Rams or the Chargers. I'm going to say it's the Chargers, though. No, it was, it was it was the Rams. Okay. So there was AI fans at the Rams Stadium. I guess it was like – promoting a movie, but it was like AI fans, like like NPC ass fans in the in the crowd. And bro, that's I don't know, bro. That's that's just that's that's taking it a little too far in my opinion. But I mean that, that's that's kind of what's gonna be what it is eventually, but I don't know, bro. That's uh, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Um now in the NBA, um Christian um that's the name right? Hold on. Christian. Oh yeah, Christian Wood. I don't know. I'm sorry. This has been it's been a long day. Christian Wood, I don't know why I'm recording at eight o'clock, but Christian Wood um, the power forward center, whatever he is, he got signed by the Lakers a two year deal. So shout out to Chris, uh, Christian, um, Christian Wood. Um, he's a solid uh, power forward center. He's a good scorer. He can he cannot defend worth a damn. So I don't know how that's going to work with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis kind of came out and said he don't want to play the five. He does not want to play the five. And I get him. You cannot play the five at all. I hate when I see you play the five. So. Either him have to play the five or um the other center we got forgot his name from the Pelicans. So I really don't know, bro. In my opinion, Rob Palenka, he be doing the, he be doing a good a, a, a damn good job this offseason. And uh it's kind of weird because like a couple years ago, we was, we was calling for his job. I don't know how I'm a Lakers fan as well, but we was calling him for we was calling for his job and he he bounced back, bro. He's he made sign after signing. He he brought back everybody he should have. He picked up some guys. He He's been doing this thing, man. In my opinion, he'd be executive executive of the year this off this on this offseason alone. He'd be doing this thing, but I believe the Lakers should have a really good season. They should be like a top four seed. Hopefully they can get back to the Western Conference Finals and maybe go a little farther. I really don't know. Um, in my opinion, this is basically off topic, but in my opinion, a lot of 2K and hip hop correlates, bro. In my opinion, hip hop and 2K have a big correlation. I've been I've been playing 2K since 2K uh 2K10 with Kobe Bryant when he was like light skin white on the on the front cover front cover. Um I was playing my brother dad. I was busting his ass with Ray Allen. I had like 10 threes in the first quarter. My my brother dad didn't quit the game. He got mad as shit. It is what it is, and it was what it was, bro. Um 2K and hip hop have a really big correlation, in my opinion. A lot of music I've been putting on throughout the years from 2K has been amazing. Like a lot of a lot of um like old hip hop and stuff like that is it's it's really cool how they like um how they combine the two. I remember I believe two K eleven they had Jay Z or somebody do the cover. I, I mean not the uh cover but the soundtrack. It was fantastic, bro. So shout out to two K and shout out to two K for always being the same man. They always um find a way to um correlate the two. And I believe I, I believe it should be because a lot of NBA a lot of that's that's that's, that's all culture, but it's really culture in my opinion. Basketball's culture, hip hop culture, and obviously in the NBA it's a lot of black people. So. I believe how they ha- I-, I like how they have that correlation. Speaking of hip hop, um, there was a lick that came out that uh Kendrick Lamar he dissed a few different people on his song Element in 2017. He dissed Jay Electronica, he dissed French Montana, he mentioned uh both Drake and Meek Mill. He did not diss them. I don't know why people are saying he did. He did not diss them, but he dissed uh Big Sean, uh French Montana, and Jay Electronica. 
basically he said he basically said about uh Big Sean, he basically said, um, the only reason we people only reason why people respect you is because of the woman that you date. Everyone knows who he dates or what have you. Um and I don't know, bro. I I, I in my opinion, I like when rappers call other rappers out. I I wish more rappers did that. I don't like the little I don't like the oh my god did he say this or oh oh my god he said this here and it, and this means there and this oh my god and three years later other dude said this I'm like I don't know bro just uh it, it's just it's just too many mind games bro like just 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 say what you want to say and stand on it but a lot of people a lot of people want to hide behind the current stuff like that I don't know I mean like Drake has made like a like a living off of that like the little uh subliminal messages stuff like that me personally I like this um. I like this stance more that Kendrick took. Obviously, he didn't take it because this um this uh, leak was scrapped off the um the original song. But I wish more rappers did stuff like this. I like what I liked when the NBA YoungBoy did it. So I don't know. I, I like I like rap. I like I like when they do, you know, in in your face kind of stuff. So shout out Kendrick Lamar. Um, apparently, uh, Tory Lanez he was offered four years a four year plea for shooting Megan The Stallion a few years ago. And um, I have I have two takeaways from this. One, if you have a four-year plea, they do not believe you did that shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. They 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 think you did it, or there's like a little proof you did it, but like they don't. You mean so? My opinion, Tory, you should have took that shit. Maybe he was like, oh man, I ain't taking that or whatever. I ain't doing. I ain't I ain't taking no four-year plea. Obviously now we know they try to give him like they try to give him like fourteen. I believe he, he's doing like ten or whatever. I said I said the number a few a uh, few pods ago. I really, I really don't care at this point, but. It's just so weird. Like I would have took the four-year plea. Um, in my opinion, you would have been out basically in a year and a half. So you already in a year. So you you probably like ten years to go. So it was just weird in my opinion. Also, something that's really weird. Doja Cat went number one for a song she uh made, "Paint the Town Red." I believe it's her, her. I believe this is her devil list song. And I, I, it's just very really weird that this was the first rap song that went number one to Nicki Minaj's "Super Freaky Girl." I just uh the. the I always go back to it. The, the way hip hop is going right now, just it's just awful. Like I heard this bongo song by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. It was complete utter garbage. It was a two pack of oh lord. I'm I'm trying to stop cussing, bro. I'm trying to stop cussing, but bro, it was really bad. But it was really bad. Um, the song was bad. And a lot of I want to say I want to just down women at hip hop because that's because that's bogus. But a lot of hip hop right now is really garbage and. Women are in that and men are in that as well. Just it just it's just a lot of garbage. But speaking of garbage and a lot of a lot of corniness, bro. Apparently, um, Lil Reese he was face, facing some backlash about a week ago because he was um he was like near a homeless man with a group of friends and for some reason Lil Reese dumped water or liquor on this man's head and slapped him around on Instagram Live. I don't know why he did this, especially all the the ba- like especially like bro. You've been saved from God, like after a few altercations. Like everyone knows, like all the situations he's been through, like all the violence. So, for you to spare all of that, and then to still do this, it's it's basically a f you to like like everybody. But it's really a f you to all your supporters and people who who really rock with you. I thought that was really corny. Obviously, after that, he tried to make up for it by giving money out or whatever. But it was just really dumb. My like, bro, you you did my thirty, bro. You thirty, like y'all. Like when does that stuff not become funny no more? Like why is that even funny to y'all? I just, I just don't get it. I mean, hopefully he, I don't know, bro. Um, I'm gonna speak on Krishan Rock. Apparently, Krishan Rock, she, uh, she gave birth to her son. Um, 
And um, for some odd reason, she gave birth on Instagram Live. I don't know what's going on on Instagram Live. A lot of people need to stop using it. I never even been on Instagram Live, but she she um she gave birth on Instagram Live. Everyone's seen it. It was basically, I don't know. It's really weird how today's society is like no, there's no privacy anymore. Obviously, she chose to do this or what have you, but there was a big uh backlash um for Blueface because he didn't show up to um he didn't show up to the um the hospital or what have you, and it came out that she basically just didn't want him. She didn't want him there and. He was off with his other uh, his other kids and stuff like that, and she ended up naming the son. She ended, she ended up naming naming the son after her. So I mean, I don't know why I brought this topic up. It's just, it's just weird. Like their their whole their whole dynamic is pretty odd in my opinion. One thing I want to uh, speak on the UFC UFC and WWE. It came out today that they um like merged together. They're going to be like one company. So I thought that was pretty dope. A lot of people were like, oh my god. This ruins UFC. This ruins UFC. It's gonna be fake fights now, bro. I I'm keeping it being. It's, it's probably always been fake fights. I'm a lot to you, bro. I think it'd be pretty dope though. They'll get like a lot. Of, they'll obviously get a lot more money, a lot more revenue, a lot more um, a lot more fighters, a lot more um athletes on the roster. So I think it's pretty dope. Obviously, I believe it's gonna be mainly WWE, but UFC is like um in that as well. So I think it's gonna be pretty dope, bro. One thing I gotta ask you, bro. Have y'all ever, have y'all ever got, uh, have y'all ever got outsmarted to you mean? Like, you ever with your girl and like, she, she just outsmarts you just to, just so she can like, you know, like do, do what she do. You, you feel me? Like, like she ever like tell you something and, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to bounce around this, but pause, I'm trying to, um, trying to, trying to say this eloquently or what have you, but she ever say something like, so she ever, she ever say something that you just like, what, what are you talking about? And she just all smart you basically so she could like, you know, like she, so she can do what she do. I got smart a few days ago. Um, she got smarted the fuck out of me. I don't know how she did it, but it worked. And, um, I did what I did after that. I mean, I mean, it, it, it is what it was. It was what it is. Like, obviously she wanted it to happen. She thought 10 steps ahead. I don't know how she did it, but it worked, bro. A lot of times your girl going to smart you just so she could hit, bro. It is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I got a uh, I got a little segment here, bro. A little segment. I'm doing this one time. I don't know if I'm gonna like it, but hey, the segment is called "Don't Question Me." But it's my last few topics. I'm gonna get the hell out. I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Don't question me, but Tubi ass movie. Hold on, <laughs> I'm messing this all up already. All right, let me start all over. Don't question me, but Brotherly Love is a Tubi ass movie. That's my opinion. Brotherly Love is a tubi ass movie. I seen Brotherly Love a, a few days ago, and I also seen the trend on uh trend on uh Netflix. I watched the movie again because I'm like, I ain't seen it in a while, whatever. And I'm like, bro, this 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 bro, this like so obvious as like it's like it's basically like a tubi movie, bro. Like the budget, the the um like the plot, it's just all tubi esque, bro. And that's not a bad thing. Tubi got some fire, but in my opinion, the the budget, the their production, the quality, the the plot, the oh, it's just everything, brother. It's like everything going. So it's, just, it's a Tubi ass movie. It need to be on Tubi. They they could do a, a part two on Tubi. Like it's it's just a Tubi ass movie, in my opinion. Also, don't question me, but on Family Matters, Myra looked better than uh than Laura. That's my opinion. Hey, it just makes sense, bro. It just makes sense. Myra looked better. Than uh Laura on Family Matters. I don't know why, 
Steve Urkel was trying to get Laura so bad when Myra was right there. That's just my opinion, though. I don't get it. Maybe he maybe he liked Laura more. Like maybe he just loved her. It wasn't like a, a aesthetic or like a, a beauty kind of thing. He better than me, bro. He better than me. I'm going for the looks. Um, that's crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. But hey, hey, bro, it, it is what it is, man. Like I, I my opinion, in my opinion, Myra, she looked better than Laura throughout the whole, the whole, the whole series, bro. Maybe not, maybe not the beginning, but like when it was in their prom in, in like the 90s, she looked better and they weren't even that close, bro. I don't get it, bro. Like Steve was crazy. Steve was crazy, but also don't question me, but small cars, small cars, the most small cars, they don't need tents. Why, Curtis? Curtis, why do you not need tents on small cars? Because we know a clown is in there. You're short, buddy. We know you're short. We know you're small. You don't need tents, bro. Stay in the fishbowl. We know you short. We know you small. You do not need tents. And that last car, bro, we know you're a clown. We know you're a clown, buddy. We know you're a clown, buddy. We don't need tents, in my opinion. Obviously, this is all jokes. Well, that wasn't because we know you're a clown. You're really short. You're really small. You can't do that much. That's why you're in the last fishbowl. It is what it is, was what it was. Also, don't question me, but the top six, the top six lingos, top six slangs, top six, I don't even know the word to call it, but top six lingos are Chicago, New York, Philly, UK, Florida, and Baton Rouge. I believe that's six. Um, Chicago, everybody knows Chicago lingo is is super influential. It's super influential. It's been a part of drill music. It's part of part of everyday life at this point. Everyone uses it. New York, everybody knows the gra boom. Everybody knows all of that. Everybody knows um the Tims. Everybody know um the the um the hats, uh, the, the the fitted. Everybody know about the bed. Like we all know it. Philly, Philly has some of the funniest lingo, I swear. To be honest, could you put DMV in there? Probably. I actually I, I'm gonna put seven uh the DMV. To give it a bean, but UK, UK, UK slang is crazy. I watched the Top Boy. I watched the Top Boy. Like I watched Top Boy about about eight hours in a row. I've been saying in it every since, bro. Like shout shout out to the UK, um, Florida. Everybody know Florida goes. Everybody know Florida. They got their they got their lingo. Baltimore. They got some crazy. They got some crazy lingo. And, and uh, Baton Rouge or just Louisiana in general. They got some crazy lingo, in my opinion. They got some crazy lingo. But this does it for my segment of... Damn, I'm fucking this up. This does it for my segment of Don't Question Me, But... And uh, I believe it's going to wrap up episode 21 of the Last University podcast, the eventual biggest podcast in the Midwest. I'm sorry this episode was all sloppy and all around in place. I ain't did a pod about three weeks. I need to do better. I really need to do better again at it or what have you. But episode 21... I'll be your host, Curtis P. I'll catch you on episode 22. I'm out. Peace.